Hello, welcome to the IGN UK podcast. Um, there was some speculation whether this is 425 or 426. It's 426, isn't it? Simon, yeah, can we get a not? fact check? I don't know. I'm joined by birthday boy, Simon Cardi. Hello, hey. hello, hello. Hey, How old are you? I have just turned 26, approximately six and a half hours ago. 26. End it. End it. It's never going to be as good as this. Late uh, 20s. Mid. That's still mid. And half, over the halfway point. And the age still inquisitor. <laughs> Um, you heard there is Joe Scrabble. Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to me. <laughs> Welcome to the mystery and the wonder that is Joe. We'll spend the next 45 minutes examining him. That's my favourite bit of the Simpsons ride in Florida well, at Universal Studios. You get Studios. examined. That wasn't you, meant to happen. No, you fly through... Uh, Krusty's big mouth and he says welcome to an exciting adventure through my mouth <laughs> and I really like it <laughs> Oh, it's a little peek in behind the curtain of Scrabs right so Lovely. strap yourself in having an exciting adventure with us in your ears I haven't been on this podcast I'm for a... ages you, you do too many podcasts I do actually yeah, that's absolutely you, you, true you get your fill you fill your boots elsewhere your, your little poddy boots fill them right up Ooh. Ooh, with way there's pods. not much room in your the shoes pod are they a predecessor to Crocs? Yeah, if you're new to um, the podcast, this is where I do my little um, Observational shit, shit bit. Peter K bit in my Northern <laughs> accent. Oh, do you remember Pods? They were like, if you like kickers, mm-hmm. they were like the cool shoes. Like, well, the well, base, they were cooler the, than kickers. They, what they year was base, this? They were, the, they were the base cool shoes. They were always like, quite, if you had non-standard, just generic shoes. They were always quite natural colours, weren't they? Like brown. Yeah, um, like sketches pods were like slightly cooler than that oh. and then people had like what was like the rock sport like more expensive like 150 quid school shoes oh, right. no what? idea hush puppies what are we talking <laughs> Ooh, we, I don't uh, know. what did you have a suede Chelsea boot <laughs> sandals blue suede as well <laughs> blue suede sandals oh, well, they some... called me Jesus at school did they yeah Johnny Birkenstock <laughs> was that a religious school <laughs> nah just... that's quite quite a turn up for the books no. <laughs> Jesus I'm attended. just a miracle worker you know that Anyway, um, first thing we're talking about is a game that came out years ago now, mm. and suddenly it's now our favourite game and we play it every lunchtime. What's it called, Joe? Uh, it's hard not to say Overwatch. <laughs> what was that? What was that? I was going to say Overwatch, <laughs> and then I remembered oh, that we've changed. It's like you had an infarction. I just don't know what's going on anymore. It's, it's Rainbow Six Siege. We've stopped playing Overwatch. Yeah. Well, you played it a well, bit yeah, last we, night. I play it in the evenings. We still, we still fit in a good three hours a night. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I'm um, done with it. But no. So what is it? So uh, one of the reasons why we started playing it again is... I really wanted um, to feel the realism of death, and I don't get that in Overwatch, so I just really wanted... There's just not enough blood in that game, and I really wanted to see it just... Your liking. I wanted to see it drip from the ceilings, and I'm getting a lot of that these days. To be fair, the blood in Rainbow Six Siege looks like shite. When you shoot someone, it's these big puffs of weird gas that come out of people. What would you I still you? enjoy it. What have I got inside me? Yeah, I've got. Um, a I've got water because I'm actually the Jesus on this podcast. I've, I'm, I've got I'm wine a... because I've turned it into that. Bloody hell. <laughs> I always thought that would be the coolest thing for Jesus to do when he got stabbed and water came out of him. He's just like, oh, that's wine now. Who wants a tuna buddy? <laughs> Excuse oh, me? That's Jesus. That's not a Oh, I see, yeah. Uh, bread and fish. He's big on those. I love tuna buddies. Oh. Do you? Uh, I prefer a salmon sandwich. What does that say about Get me? Out. Are you talking smoked salmon? No, just like salmon, tin, tin salmon with vinegar. Mix that in. Oh, oh no. That sounds good. What? That's brilliant. I'm on his bit side. Bit of cucumber as well. Oh, no, you you've ruined it. So oh. you crack a tin of salmon, pour a bit of vinegar in it. Mix it in with a fork. And then put that on bread, and then you put that into your body. Yes. What's the weirdest, That's not an uncommon thing, What's Daniel? the weirdest sandwich you've ever seen someone eat? 
Um, I don't know if this is weird. It was weird when I first saw it, but I've heard other people uh, have eaten them since, or like also did this. My grandma used to have um, jam and cheese sandwiches. My brother That's subsisted weird. on ham and jam sandwiches when he was a kid. That's that all weird because the jam and cheese thing. If you try it, you kind it's of like understand. It, yeah, and it's also like if you have a mild cheese, it's kind of like a, it's cheesecake. Mm. My dad said he used to treat himself sometimes for dessert to a sugar sandwich when yeah, he was a kid. Yeah, yeah, it must have been a, a bit thing. like French toast and stuff. Yeah, I suppose. I, I lived with a guy who just ate mayonnaise sandwiches. But honestly, similar. I went to primary school with a kid, and I'll always remember this. Every day, just had salad cream sandwiches. Oh, that's yeah. the, so gross. That, I think yeah. that's quite common in university. He used to dip there's it always, in his there's Ribena. There's always a kid, like there's always a lighthouse, there's nice. always a kid who has salad cream sandwiches, there's also one that has a perennially snotty nose, and there's also one Oscar. that always smells like wee. And two out of three of those probably are dead by now. Um, Wrongans. Yeah, mm, we had Oscar, he ones. always had the runny nose. Yeah. We didn't have a wee smeller, we had a poo smeller. Oh, that's not nice. Little Max, poor little Max. <laughs> poor little Max in his shitty he pants. Was, he was encrusted, he was. <laughs> um, could barely move. Um... <laughs> anyway, to bring it back to Rainbow Six, oh, yeah. I think one of the reasons why we started playing it is I tried to like get everyone back into it because I knew Dale and I were going to go to the World Championships, the internationals. So mm. I was like, I haven't played this game for two years. I quite like to know what's so going you've on. Used us. Yeah, I use you every day, mate. Ooh. But you feel like it's your own choice. Um, Sounds much more sinister than I think you meant it. No, I meant it that way. No, um, it's very the much grand puppeteer. <laughs> but and, and initially, I was like, "Oh, come on, come on!" And everyone was like, "Oh, let's play Overwatch." It was like, "Come on, let's just do it." And then after a while, it's now like we're just like jonesing at it oh. every lunchtime. It's like, mm. I can get Rainbow on. I actually feel I'm in a place now where I can play the game well. Well, we just think there's so many maps. Felt awful. Well, the thing is, I think we've done the thing that lots of people have done: is come back to it. Jumping back on a continuous game after two years is hard because there's so many maps, so many characters who we didn't have access to. Mm. We got like the new complete edition, so we've mm. got the season two operators. But like someone who's never played this game before can go to Joe first. Can you distill why you find it compelling? I think, I th well, there's two main reasons. I think one, it's one of the sort of tensest games that, or tensest competitive games I've ever played. The feeling of it's not just that you can be killed in a second because that's the same as Call of Duty or any of any number of multiplayer games. It's the fact that people can come from and just anywhere and most maps are so tight that the idea of a wall blowing out in front of you or being the attacker blowing out the wall is so exciting and there's something so like constant even when you're far across the map there's always the feeling that someone could be there. But that's matched by the fact that death is a, permanent for the round, but B, doesn't hinder you that much. Like, you'll only really ever be waiting a maximum of three or four yeah, minutes. Yeah, so initially mm. we were like, if you, initially when you're not used to it, it's like, oh, it sucks, I'm going to have to sit around. But then you find yourself really engrossed in, like, cheering on the survivor. Like, and, you, yeah. yesterday, Cardi, you were, like, carrying us at the end. You were, like, oh, doing some Rambo stuff. And the ways that it lets oh. you continue helping are I'm really blushing. useful as well. Like, on defense, having cameras that you can use to mark enemies. Yeah, so or you, can, you can do that even when you're dead. Yeah, and having drones to leave behind and on attack that you can still look out of and things like that is really good fun. Like, And there were times yesterday where I was just watching your screen, mm. but because we're still in a party together, I was able to just go like, I think I saw him on the right, and then you turn yeah. to the right. And, and they're on there. the left and I'm dead. No, I've got one <laughs> no, kill yeah, for you. Yeah, I know. And like, so you play as lots of different um, operators selected from all the world's like elite fighting forces, like the yeah. SWAT, FBI, um, SA, Yes, Cardi G I G N. Who is your favourite? My favourite operator on attack. Well, my favourite attack one probably Lion at the moment. 
Just what does he do? Like explain to He people. can basically as a drone he can use, which can basically if anyone moves on the map in those three seconds he uses it, they're detected. So basically you're forcing the other team to stay still or be seen through walls. So it's very powerful. It is very you love he loves popping one of them as He loves it. I do one as soon as I enter the map just so to stop people getting to other areas and flanking. shit them up. Yeah. <laughs> I also love his marksman rifle. I'm a very I'm a big fan of a single or a burst fire weapon. I'm not a big fan of automatic weapons oh, as yeah. a rule. You know that about as me. a rule. Yeah. I think everyone who's met you knows that. About yeah. you. It's usually one of the first two things you tell them, <laughs> along with your name. Sometimes yeah. it's before your name. Yeah. Like even when you do finger guns, you never make machine gun noises. You never no. go like. Pfft, no, I like, go pow, pow, pow. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. it, get it, get it. You're dead. You're That's dead. Brap, brap, brap. The marksman yeah. pinky. Yeah. Boom, 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 bang. <laughs> That's what I do. That's um, why you like. Boom, goes, boom, Hello, boom. I'm Simon. <laughs> Hello, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Would you like I'm to bleed to this date? Yes. Would you like to bleed? That's why <laughs> you, you like boom, boom, boom. I want you in my room so much because it's like three of your gunshots and yeah. then sex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on defense, fire. I'm a big fan of Frost. I like her traps. Basically, she has traps. <laughs> <said> thrust. <laughs> no, Frost. I'm a big fan of Thrust. See, basically, secret character has free <laughs> traps you can use, which can place. They're good to place behind barricades and underneath windows. Yes. And if you fall into one of those, you're basically trapped and you're down. down. You're not, not dead. dead. Yeah. So, and if you hear one go off, you can finish someone off. That's quite satisfying. Do you think you should be able to fire a handgun when you're on the floor? No. I'd probably, they probably tested it. It's probably way up. I think it would yeah. be horrible because you'd bring, if you bring you're someone so used down. to it from every other shooting game. Because yeah. really the benefit, the only benefit of going down is that if someone's near you, they can bring you back yeah. up. Mm. And that's really all and it also, should be. I guess what it is, is also it puts your teammates in a vulnerable position because they're like, do I go for them? But then I'm exposed. Is it worth it? Because like so many of Rainbow Six's kind of features, it's, it's, it cuts both ways. It's like, oh, there's the benefit that if you don't get hit enough, you get a second wind. Yeah. But it also acts as a trap. And for such so, a realist game, it would just be stupid if at the end of the game there's five people just crawling around on the floor with handguns trying to oh, yeah. basically playing point. crab football with guns. Crab like the end of, Like the end of Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think there's a game that's given me such a sense. Like when like you have those moments where it's just you at the end and you win the game for your team. Mm. That sense you feel of just proper joy. Hero. Yeah. yeah. But there's also unequal just you feel like an idiot sometimes yeah. and you've let everyone down because you've it, turned like, the wrong way. It's so unforgiving, the amount of concentration it expects from you to use your senses, to use hearing a lot. Like, I think playing with headphones mm. really is very Absolutely. essential. Like Dale plays with just that little earpiece thing and I'm like, that's a major disadvantage, yeah. really. Like the, the I have to go places. Hearing people above you yeah. and to your yeah. right and stuff is like super, not, never your left though. Um, doesn't matter if they're on your left. Um, it's weird I haven't been able to diagnose it yet but I don't get stressed like I did with Overwatch in the same way like I was famously a dickhead playing Overwatch when I was bad because I was a right little whinger and then I don't know why I don't in the same way like there would be games where I'm like oh I'm doing shit but there's something about doing shit in Rainbow Six that just doesn't matter as much to me yeah Maybe I've just grown the fuck up. I don't know. <laughs> I don't About know. time, Joe. Um, yeah, but I find it really satisfying to play. So that's Rainbow Six Siege, which is very good, and it seems like a lot of people are doing what we're doing, because I think it's about to hit 30 million players. It's yeah. mad, isn't it? Mm. Well done. Well ooh. done. Um, ooh, I watched a film on Monday when I was off sick. I had, oh. a, I had a bit of a cold on Monday, so I was off. But I felt for you. Did you? Yeah. Um, for, it's been going around. Uh, fortunately enough, um, Annihilation, the new Alex Garland film, came to international Netflix. Mm. So we got a theatrical release, I believe, in the US and China. Mm -hmm. Everywhere else, Netflix distributed it. And 
it got quite well critically received in America. But then I saw lots of mixed it opinions about it. It was quite polarizing, it. Some, I think. Some, yeah. Like, it's Rotten Tomato score is pretty good. Like, critics seem to like quite into it. Mm. Um, I think audiences less so. And after watching it, I can see why it was polarizing or why audiences didn't get on board because it is like properly a bleak sci-fi. Like, so the loose, <laughs> the loose premise is um, in an area of America this weird shimmering cloud has descended on an area of land that is growing and anything that goes into this pocket doesn't come back. Has it descended from space? So it's an alien is, Bermuda Triangle. Um, don't know if it's alien. Ooh, um, but this like um, Look event it. has occurred and scientists have been studying it in secret and Natalie Portman leads a team of scientists. Well, she's one of the um, scientists and engineers and soldiers that go in to study it. Uh, so ostensibly a suicide mission mm. and okay. I'm not going to say anything beyond that but lots of weird stuff inevitably happens once they go inside this area and I would say the last 20-25 minutes is um, the closest equivalent I could think of is the end of 2001 oh, proper not, mad then. Not, not, not saying it's like for like like that mm. where it's but something really strange happens like it's not the conclusion of a sci-fi film that you would expect Hollywood to make mm. and I think that's probably one of the reasons that Paramount were a little bit scared of it a little bit they absolutely shat it yeah they just well they bung, they just went well, we're not going to push this hard mm-hmm. and they struck this deal with Netflix and I think they were given the option to change the ending and they refused to which is fair play yeah and it kind of want more people to see it so we could discuss it properly and obviously maybe I'm in a few weeks' time it, when yeah. more people have seen it so you don't want to ruin it. But it's a sort of movie like The Prestige. I think you'd go back and watch and see more things in it. I'm, I'm in, definitely intrigued. I'm really Did you excited. enjoy it? Did you? I did enjoy it. Like It's one of those things where his inspiration for it was like he like name checks like Stalker and Roadside Picnic, yeah. the um, sci-fi novel. And it's not immediately enjoyable do you know what I mean it's yeah. one of those films like like 2001 isn't immediately enjoyable even though it's stunning and like exciting in some other ways so, you know sometimes mm. it's slow and it's without word it's wordless at times yeah. so it's a little bit like that but I did love it so it's um, not like so I see the posters then walking around with guns I believe there it's not an, actual, is it an action there film? are okay. there are tense and exciting passages in it but there's yeah. also a weird like contemplative philosophical tone to it as well yeah. it's kind of uh, Sounds it sounds like it ends up in a different place, but it sounds similar to me to that monsters film that Gareth Edwards made mm. before all his other that stuff. Is, that is a good film, which yeah, was really good fun. Like, like I think this there's, idea tonal, of, there's tonal similarities. So. Yeah, there's this feeling of because Annihilation's about it's partly about her going after her lover who's gone missing in the yes. Zone, so right? Oscar Isaac plays her husband, yeah. and he she finds out he went on one of these previous expeditions. Yeah, okay. and that's got that same feeling of. There's a dangerous place. Someone's gone there. They're going to get them back, and then it's sort of quite a quiet version of a yeah, sci-fi like in, movie. In so many ways, it is the, the actual through line is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like this, the through line is is very simple. Okay. It's what is layered on top of it that makes it very complex. And then by the end, it's just like this weird abstract meditation. Oh, don't that's why I think the 2001 reference. Do you want to, do you want to hear a sad story? Yeah, always. That I was going to watch it last night with my GF. And we ordered Chinese food. And we were like, right, we're going to get the Chinese food. Then we're going to turn Ooh. on Annihilation and have a beautiful old time. And then... Oh, you've got lovely with Chinese food. Got Ooh. 10 minutes before the Chinese food was meant to turn up. I get a call. It's just eat. 
And they no. say, something's happened to the driver. <laughs> is he in it? <laughs> don't know not, what's happened. He's not dead. And they ca- I don't know. I hope he is, because they cancelled my Chinese food <laughs> 10 minutes, bef- an hour after I'd ordered it. That's mad. And then I had to order some more, and we were like, well, fuck it. I'm not going to watch Annihilation now. Well, that's my sad story. You, you wouldn't have paused it halfway through to collect the food. and then. What's your dish of choice? Oh, I mean, the standard is sweet and sour chicken balls, but that's not like a dish yeah. that I'd eat. Like that's a, that's a side. Are you having that with rice or noodles? I'm always oh, noodles. Just, just the balls, mate. You're just eating the Battered balls. balls in the sweet and sour sauce. It's like okay. an appetizer. Roast duck chow mein, always into. Love it. Uh, and oh, like crispy shredded beef. Would, Didn't have that last I'm time. I'm not oh. a big Chinese food fan. Oh, that, mate. That would go lovely with Annihilation. Yeah. It would. Do you know what we watched instead? What? Love. Oh. oh. Which I believe we're going on to talk about. Salad I was trying cream. to segue. Yes, like a salad it was cream a great sandwich. segue. It was a great segue. It was a great but segue, we were, but everyone looked pleasedly at me. I'm just really hungry. Yes, love, Joe. Love. Tell me about love, Joe. I'd love to. Uh, it's... It's well, like, you, you ping a drone and she sees, yeah. she, 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 she's still... Yeah. Uh. Whoa. Um... Love is a show. I think we've talked about it before. I think we talked about it when season two came out. Gav and I. Um, It remains a show. No, it remains a show. Very weird to me because it's a show that I definitely enjoy loads, and then I never think about when it's done. It's exactly the same with me. I really like it. It's similar to Master of None to me. Yes, very similar. Like I can't remember any really laughing. I can't. But it is a comedy. Yeah. But it's just pleasant, I think. Season three's and had it has a few some mo- cringy moments, but I let them off. Whereas in other programs, I'd just be like, "This is nonsense." Season Stop three about theme songs for films. I like that bit, but really? season three occasionally segues into like something closer to what you'd expect from a Judd Apatow thing. Like, there's a scene very early on where he's watching porn secretly and accidentally playing it through a Bluetooth yeah. speaker, and it's like a classic or oh, cringe moment. But oh. they present it in a really fun way because no one. It's not like, oh, you got caught. It's uh, everyone listens to it, finds it a bit funny, and then goes back to bed, yeah. and he never really knows no, that they've heard it. Ooh. And that's kind of what love does a lot. It sets up these situations where you're like, oh, it's going to be either like the huge romantic gesture or the funny, cringy moment or whatever. And it sort of undercuts them all by being slightly more realistic about it. Mm. And it just becomes this quite interesting meditation on what it is to start a relationship yeah. in the modern and day. And they're nice little half an hour episodes three as well. Seasons. Three seasons. Yeah. About 10 to 12 episodes each. Only half an hour, quite quick. Yeah. Really nice I to watch. I watched two seasons of Massive Non in a day. Yeah, you yeah, could do, I, you could do love in the same way. Yeah. Um, it's but, nice for me to have love in my life for six hours a year. <laughs> well, it won't be anymore because yeah. I only yeah. just found out it's the final season. I'm well oh, sad. And that's I, the end of Love for you. I've got two episodes left, so I've got an hour of love left this year, so... <laughs> That's me done, isn't it? That's sad, doesn't it? Oh, happy but birthday to me. I've I've gone back to I've gone back to season one. It oh. holds up. Like yeah. it's really good. Like it's just, oh, it's very satisfying filmed. You could re- and it rewatch it. Always That's ends on a good cliffhanger yeah. as well. Like a funny funny not cliffhanger, but like a little funny punchline or something where you're like Oh, oh well that's a meaningful change in their relationship that I'm oh, looking forward to yeah. seeing how it That's and usually it where take, it gets well, to well, usually sitcoms or I well, know it's not a sitcom, it's usually about stasis. You don't want to change things too much. Yeah. By the yeah. end of the episode you wanna like, like reset up. For particularly the next season one, the ups and downs of them getting to know each other are so wild for about yeah. ten episodes. This like wow. Well, the whole of the really three fun. series takes place over what seven months, I think, seven or eight months. It's All three series. Rage. I thought yeah. that I thought the third series was like 
had much bigger gaps, but I must be wrong about it. No, I think maybe it has bigger gaps, but their whole relate. Well, I've got two episodes left, and they say their relationship's like seven months long. Yeah. Oh, fair so, enough. So, like, certainly season yeah. one, there are like four episodes that take place over about two days. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's really, really. I think forensic. there's a bit of gap between two and three. Yeah. But yeah, it's just good fun. It is really. I you know, really not, enjoy it. Yeah. I might watch this now. You should. Yeah, you should. It's um, genuinely excellent. I was trying to think of a segue to this. There's no way of doing it. No. Um, Gav isn't here. But that does not mean this week's episode is without a quiz. Okay. Um, we're going to do a quiz that I've entitled, um, inspired, this is inspired by a tweet that Dale did early in the week, which right. was, um, he wrote a list of 90s sitcom characters and wrestlers, and it's very hard to distinguish between the two. Really? And I've taken to this one further, and I've called it Bottom a Wrestler. Okay. So I'm going to read out the name of a character or a wrestler, I'm not going to tell you which. And you have to tell me whether it's a character from the BBC sitcom Bottom mm-hmm. or whether they are in this fact a wrestler. It's a very current reference. <laughs> well, it was Rick Mail's um, day the, uh, last week. We, day. Di- we, didn't, we didn't commemorate it. Oh, it was the anniversary wow. of his death. So, international listeners, if you don't know what Bottom is, I would urge you to go um, search for it on YouTube. It's a very crass British comedy from um, Rick Mail and Adrian Emerson, who too quite celebrated British comedians. I've watched it one episode and I found it a bit hard, <coughs> bit hard going. I've seen bits oh. and bobs when I was growing up. I, so I think I've if you probably fully. didn't watch it at the time and don't have an affection for it, it's mm. a weird thing to come to now. I, I love, basically I love Rick Mail, but I often don't like Rick Mail characters. Yeah. I think that's my Well, he's issue. essentially a, he's the original 40-year-old virgin. Yeah, and, absolutely. But is an utter pervert about it. And it's very crass, but also that I, it's like live Looney Tunes. Like they actually chop each other's legs off in the show, and they <laughs> sew them back on. It? Yeah. It's a really weird show. Anyway, so are we car- working together here or against? Ooh, what would you prefer? Against, I against. Think. <laughs> yeah, it's like you were countdown. We work together enough. Okay, let's have some heat. Number, <laughs> number, no. Oh, how are we gonna do this? Because it's like one or the other. Well, we're both just. We'll do it in our heads, yeah, so and just promise not to change. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, number one, Mr. Rottweiler. I'm going bottom. Yeah, I was going to go bottom as That's well. That's fine. Yeah. Let me just do a tally. I'm going to write Carney one time and John. You were both correct. That is Ooh. Mr. Rottweiler, bottom. Does he have a dog? Um, no. Um, oh, okay. But he um, is played by Brian Glover. Um, <laughs> Good. <laughs> number Good two, him. who is a wrestler? Mad Dog Patrick. I think that's bottom. I'm going wrestler. That is Mad Dog Patrick for everyone. Bottom. Wrestler. Bottom. I'm pretty sure I know that one. So Cardi... It's not just a guess. (laughs) Uh, Not dog stuff. um, This is like the... Quick segue. This is like the peppermint spearmint test that me and Dale tried in the pub last night. But we, we were out with some colleagues and Dale boldly said, I could easily tell the difference between five pieces of chewing gum we don't know which was spearmint which were peppermint mm. uh, a chocolate orange was bet on this I don't know we'd all had a drink I think it's something they've done before and it came uh, okay. up in conversation and Dale uh, being a man who likes a little bet yeah. a little said I'll bet you a chocolate orange I can do that he got two out of five yeah. I tried it just because I was also drunk and I thought I'd have a go. Yeah. Well, three out of five. Not still, good either. <laughs> still, the sample size isn't big enough to no. work out whether that's just. And once you've had two bits of chewing gum, they all blend into one. Well, well, yeah, if you don't take one yeah. out, that's the nature yeah. of gum. I did. Anyway, um, three. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. 
That's got to be a wrestler. Brutus, wrestler. the barber beef. He is a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Brutus okay. doesn't sound like a bottom <laughs> name to the me. Bar- he couldn't. He just. He couldn't decide between those three names. He thought, "Fuck it, I'm putting all three in." Yeah. <laughs> Brutus um, beefcake's better than Brutus the barber beefcake okay. as well. Um, four. <laughs> Doctor Isaac Yankum. Bottom. bottom. It's a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love him. <laughs> Yankum. What a lad. He was, it, it sounds rude, but then you realise Doctor Isaac was a dentist. <laughs> Are these all people that have other professions? Barbers, dentists? Mate, it was British wrestling Dogs. in the 70s. Oh. You had to have another profession. <laughs> that is true. They're not all uh, from that era. The pits were oh. closing. Um, okay. School Crusher Henderson. I'm going bottom. I'm going bottom. That sounds too obvious to be a wrestler. It is bottom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Were there any wrestlers in bottom? 4-3. I don't think so. I like that for your tally... You're writing out the numbers individually each time instead of I just keeping the tally. I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I did that. I was like, I'm at 123 points. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing that. It's mad, isn't it? I like it. I'm, I'm going to stop doing that. You remember? Oh no, I liked it. Oh, oh you really stop looking. Stop looking. Okay. Um, Kendo Nagasaki. That's a wrestler. That's... Do you know, I'm going to go bottom just to go opposite. It's a wrestler. Oh, yeah, I think I've heard of him. I shouldn't have been. That should be so I was worried about how I said yeah, it. Because like, uh, I pretty much knew it. Should have trusted my gut Ooh, instead of being four, four. difficult. Two more to go. Cannonball Taffio Jones. Oh, come on. That's got to be a wrestler. Cannonball Taffio Jones. You tell Gav's not on this week. Yeah, I'm going bottom. Wrestler. Wrestler. Bottom? Yeah, oh. Taffio. Cannonball. Harry the Bastard. <laughs> oh, that's... Uh, that could be. Could I be mean, heel. these could all be any. Heel. Harry the Bastard. I'm going wrestler. I'm going bottom. It's bottom. Yes. Uh, it's a comeback. Oh, pulling away. It's a comeback. Klondike Kate. Klondike what? Wrestler. Kate. Wrestler. Kate. Yeah, wrestler. You could just say the same as me now and just win it. Well, I'm not I've going to, though. I'm not a dickhead. Just, I should have done that earlier. Bottom is quite rude. Yeah. Okay. Bottom. That's wrestler. Like Kate. Wrestler. She is a wrestler, yeah. Wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> trying yeah. to sway my mind. Bottom is quite rude. Um, <laughs> sad Ken. <laughs> <laughs> is that Ken Livingston? That's what I'm imagining right now. Sad Ken. I'm going bottom, but I hope it's wrestler. <laughs> I'm just going to go wrestler because I want it to be. Bottom. Oh. He's a three-legged blind horse that was tipped to win the three thirty at Chips. He went in the wrong direction, so they shot him. <laughs> <laughs> Hence why he's sad. Um, Akeem, the African dream. Wrestler. Wrestler. He's a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Even Bottom's not doing that. Um, little Dave Hedgehog. That's got to be Bottom. No, well, no wrestler's going Little I'm Dave Hedgehog. I'm saying wrestler for fun. <laughs> it's, it's Bottom. <laughs> little oh. Dave Hedgehog. <laughs> And um, final one, Beaver Cleavage. Oh my oh god, that's bottom wrestler. Wrestler, oh, Beaver Cleavage. Um, Joe still wins. Yeah. nine to eight. Great game though. Well played, sir. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, there you go. Well oh. done, lads. I think a lot of people might go watch bottom now. I'm gonna go watch Seven It's Wrestling. <laughs> Beaver Cleavage. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, do not search for that at work, please. <laughs> I already have. Did you? You did. (laughs)
yeah. I, I, Dale's, Dale told me, I was like, Dale, send me some rude wrestler names. He's made and it, it up. And he sent me Beaver Cleavage, and I searched it. And yeah, it's, it's a guy who is now known as Mosh. He's one half of the Headbangers. Oh. <laughs> That's a much better. What's the other one on in Headbangers? I don't know. Oh. Oh, talking about games, we're talking about Rayma, talking about games that we've had a little break from but come back to. I've been getting stuck back into Football Manager. Oh, and back to my Blackburn career, which I'm go. sure everyone will be pleased. You're especially pleased, aren't you, Danny? Is this got a you, were, you were quite <laughs> sad that I'd left them, I think, for a bit. I was, yeah. But now I'm back. So wait, did, you start, the, did you start a new career? Yeah, I didn't leave. the. I started a new career. Right, so I yeah, never yeah. actually, I never resigned from my position at Blackburn. I could never do that. But you started a new career at Blackburn? No, at um, Bayer Leverkusen. I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> He's just... Look at oh, the hold it in, I've held it in. Don't you worry. You know, earlier I laughed and put my hand to my face so hard that I think I've broken my nose. <laughs> it really How hurts. Have you done that? I don't know. I was really happy with beaver cleavage, I think. You got a bruised nostril. It really hurts. Feels mm. sort of like the cartilage is damaged. Anyway, carry on. Okay. Um, well, we're in the year 2027. <laughs> Bloody hell! Um, Heidi's got really excited about doing Overwatch and smashed yeah. the mic. Um, Twelve games left in the season, so we're in February. I think <laughs> he's got no problems. Eight season. points <laughs> off City for the title. This could be the first Premier League title since '95. '94. Wait, you haven't won the title? No, I've won the Champions League. Yeah, I won that last confused. season. I, I haven't won the, Premier League. won the Premier League. It's a long season, Joe. It's a long who season. Are the ups big, and downs. Who are the big contenders in 2027. City and United still. Oh, boring. Same old. Um, That's my thought. Eight points off City with twelve games. It's not an easy task. That is hard. But I could do it. Mm. It's mathematically uh, possible, as they say. Even more important, though, the fifty-three, yeah, fifty-three percent win rate that Gav has so desperately desired from me is nearing completion. I was going to say, didn't you have to win nine games in nine or something to get that? I've won, I've won five in a row, Joe. Bloody hell. If I win the next four, I will get my 53% win rate. I've done the maths because that would be 271 wins out of 511 games and it's to get 50, 53% of 511 is 270.83 as we all knew. Yeah. Are you um, having the old football manager problem of when you've yeah. got a very long game that the save file gets massive and it takes absolutely ages to load everything uh, no because my computer's very good oh well done mate my well, save file if you are asking is 145 megabytes that's the I'm running that that's Steam the cloud room though in. I do have to make room on my Steam cloud so well, problems um, I thought I'd give you a rundown of my traits as a manager some of my some of my uh, I can't read this so <laughs> here, here are some of my traits blind it says that press conferences always answers calmly. Would you say that's very me? I'm a very calm I answer of questions. Assertively. Really, I'm a very calm person. I think that says a lot about us. Um, my God. He's interaction. Printed out, he's printing out, he's printed out, so out very shots, but yeah, they're the yeah, out very small postage font. stamp. Um, my interaction style. Aggressive. His door is always open to his players. What do you think about that? <laughs> and he's inside wearing a robe. Yeah, well, <laughs> nothing underneath it. These these skills here, my mental skills are all out of twenty. Adaptability. <laughs> you said that like, my mental skills are all out of twenty. <laughs> these are all out of twenty. So for adaptability, 20. a sixteen out of twenty. I mean, my determination, sixteen out of twenty. My player knowledge, twenty out of twenty. Who's that? Who you got knowledge of? Your players. Just players, mate. You, you I know my players. 20 players. Player recognised player. 
<laughs> oh my. <laughs> That's um, getting cut. That was a soundbite. <laughs> my youngster knowledge, 18. <laughs> I knew that's the one that would make you crack. <laughs> youngster knowledge, you 18. Way out. more than we did. Yeah. I was anticipating it. My level of discipline, 16. I'm not a very disciplined person. Uh, my man management, 20 out of 20. My motivating, 20 out of 20. I get things done. Yep. I get other people to do them. <laughs> I've lost the plot. It's my birthday. Give me a break. You're doing this. We're not asking you to. We're not stopping you. Here we go. My language. My languages. Oh no, this is even more fun. <laughs> more fun first. My past playing experience. I'm an international footballer on a global level. <laughs> what? 34 caps for England. 13 goals. How have you managed that? that? I thought that's a surprise. That's to you. what I set my profile as. <laughs> I wanted to be known as a hero. You didn't want to be like a Mourinho type. But no. not too many caps. It's not like you were... No, I'm a... Who's an equivalent? Well, you've been, you've 30 been on the, caps. Be, um, Steve Stone. <laughs> if you must, yeah. <laughs> like, go to a tournament, he's never going to be a star. No. Or if there was an injury, you you might... You know who you remind me of? Trevor Sinclair, circa 2002. <laughs> I've always... He's brilliant in People often compare me to Trevor Sinclair. Sinclair. I know. I've hit the odd volley. Um, I think you're more of a Danny Mills. Oh, thank you. He was I don't mind him as a pundit. I'll um, put that out there. Nicky Butt. We just name him footballers mm, now. That's too good. It's too good. He's not Nicky Butt. Okay. Um, I'd like to see you bald Languages. Like Butt, languages spoken. English fluent. I haven't proved that point today, but I can speak English. German, good. Again, My German you just is put good. this in yourself. My German's fine. Good German. I oh, when you speak to that German person the other day and they were having none of it. Oh, yeah. I was I was speaking perfectly good German. They just didn't want to hear it. You Get were, you a pretty grip. Drunk. Yeah, and I was probably slurring my words. I don't want to say what I was saying. Um, basic French. That, that, should, that should be in commas very basic. And then, yeah, that's it because I don't speak any other languages. You're just reading out the things you put in the game. <laughs> he is. But yeah, at this point, I am. Uh, I've also put my name is Simon Cardi. See, my media handling is 20 out of 20 as well, actually. Very good, but I have good loyalty to players. But the only thing they mark me down on, my de- uh, domestic player bias, I do get a lot of foreign lads in. Maybe that's not helping the English calls. I don't know. We've why, already why won a World Cup, that? though. Why do you do that? Is that the market? It's just cheaper to buy lads in from Brazil and so Argentina. Yeah. In- we all know English players come at a premium. Joe, how's your? Uh, you've recently been playing football manager, haven't you? I have. Where are you managing? I'm managing Real Batiste. Why? Did you just mime the words Real Batiste as I said? <laughs> I them? don't know. <laughs> I'm sure you just went. Real Batiste. He just likes. Um, he just loves La Liga. Look, I was, uh, there's a picture of Simon showing me in the pub once where he's about 12 and he's wearing the Atletico Madrid shirt and he's, he's mounted, on a cannon. He's, he's straddling a big cannon. <laughs> oh, I know what the thumbnail is now. He's I? on one of the Costas. No, I'm not. I'm not putting that as the thumbnail. Um, I, yeah, I love Real Batiste in real life because yeah. they used to have Joaquin and still do. Yeah, he 36. came back to him, didn't he? Never they have died. a lovely green and white striped kit as, as well. They're they? beautiful looking, and they used to have Marcos Asuncao, who I love. Yeah, I liked, He doesn't play anymore for a brief period of time. I like Rafael Sobis, a oh, Brazilian yeah. striker. Oh, they also had Benyat, who has sadly oh. abandoned ship. Oh, you say sadly passed. He's sadly <laughs> fucked off to a Atletico Bilbao like a dickhead. Oh, well, you know. Um, oh. He loves the Basque Again, region. I've said this before. Um, we're, this podcast exists. You, you're not going to get this on NBC. You're not going to get it on Lot. No. And you're definitely not getting it on Beyond either. This is 
This is Football Manager Essential. Straight up. But I just want to point out that my game, I finished 12th in my first season. I sadly did not leapfrog Severe in a derby day. Oh, on very the last, good, though. I was happy with it. Yeah. I've promised my board a top half finish this season. I Ooh. feel quite worried about it. But the main yeah. thing to point out, 2018 World Cup. Yeah. England winners. Ooh, that's a it? premonition. I wasn't doing it. England just won in the background. It just it's came out. Happen. It's going to happen. Football's coming they, uh, they beat Argentina and Brazil on the way to a final Blue against... Heck. Mexico <laughs> and they beat Mexico 3-0 Carlos Vela taking away the player of the tournament uh, award though good luck when we took home the big prize though but the big, big one oh no that was someone else um, you but told the, me it was Andre Silva of Portugal it was Andre Silva of Portugal thank you very much um, but I will point out good foreign knowledge best yep. goalkeeper the big one best goalkeeper Jack Butland will he be number one he could it's be. A, I think he's in with a shout. It's all up in the air. I thought it was going to be Pickford, air. but he's had a stinker. Yeah. I, I would go Butland. I'd go Butland in the minute. Definitely not hard. <laughs> no. Uh, maybe Nick Pope. No uh, way. Ooh. Maybe Nick Pope. No, it won't be Nick Pope. Uh, right. Bit of feedback, and then we're off out of yeah. here. Lovely. I've, got, got, the first I've got number one. It's from Will Davis. He says, Hi, all. <laughs> Some colleagues and I have been chatting while typing the content for a massive utility company. <laughs> what? It's just describing his job, Joe. Your taps are good. So <laughs> <laughs> it says. No. Oh. Uh, and are trying to keep our days entertaining. Lately, we have been trying to answer this question. I wonder if you collectively Ooh. had any thoughts. Yes, please. Are you ready? If you had to remake a film but had to cast Danny DeVito as the main character, what would be the best slash funniest one to pick? Mm. He says he'd like to see Danny DeVito playing the amphibian man from The Shape of Water. Very one good. word. Whereas... Just let me finish. Okay, right? sorry, I thought you were done. Whereas my colleague wants to see him playing Beast from Beauty and the Beast, just for the anticlimactic reveal at the end. That oh, would be quite come funny. come on. You're saying Danny Vito's not a beautiful man. He's a cute little button. Oh. Um, Keep up the good work, is what he says. One what, word, Jaws. I want him as the shark. You want him as Bruce. I want him as the shark. He wouldn't work for most of the shoot. <laughs> Imagine him just in the back, just going... Um, <laughs> I think I'd go Die Hard. I can just imagine him in the vent. Yeah. That would be quite uh, He's literally uh, recreated that scene in Always Sunny. I don't he's got it. a yeah. showreel. Oh, bloody hell. Uh, oh, no, that's good. Because he's proved I know his himself. Range, I know his range. If he replaced the xenomorph in Aliens, so it was just... Is that the lead? Well, I are suppose we th- I said th- Jaws, Never was it... Are it, it, it said main character. It did say uh, main are, character. Are we thinking mainly vent-based roles? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just basically want to see Danny Vito in vents. Ooh. Not invent something. What would he... Invents. Like, let's stop being silly. What would he actually be good in? As Everything. a main, as a main character, no, I think he's fantastic. I love <laughs> that because he's very often Harry char- Potter character actor. Harry Potter, <laughs> <laughs> Thor, Wingardium Leviosa, <laughs> Hermione. <laughs> Hermione is a funny thing to say in a croaky New York yeah. accent. I, I'd like to see him as Harry Potter. I'd also like to see him as, yeah, Thor. I want to see him as Harry Potter. I want to see him as uh, Percy Neo. Jackson and the lightning thing. <laughs> Neo in the Matrix. <laughs> he would Whoever be a the kid fun... Is in the maze or he would Morpheus. be a fun Morpheus. Yeah. Imagine, because imagine his black, black coat, pill, but it's just... Pill. Imagine he's got a normal <laughs> black... The black coat that Lawrence Fishburne wore, so it's just trailing along the yeah. floor behind him. It's just Uzi's coming out. <laughs> I'd like to see him in Twins, but playing both roles. (laughs) Both Twins. He loses the entire point of the film. I always, like, I watched that film quite a lot as a kid, (gasps) and there's a bit that they always talk about the sperm milkshake that always turned my stomach. It sounds horrible. I don't remember that. That does sound disgusting. uh, I haven't seen that. That's how they describe it in the movie, and it just always turns my stomach. Um, It would do, though, wouldn't it? Oh, 
I'm just saying. Like rice yeah. pudding. Can you imagine the prestige? <laughs> Who's he playing? <gasps> Borden. Borden. I want him as Borden. Yes, please. Because imagine how much more obvious the twist would be yeah. with Fallon. Fallon. <laughs> Where's little Fallon? Uh, what? What? Brilliant. Very good. It, yeah, great question. I love that. Uh, here's a very interesting one, and it will become interesting as to why afterwards. <laughs> Christian Itterstrom, which Ooh. is a fantastic name. Hi, IGN UK podcast team. First, thank you for making my commute so much better. My now, pleasure. My pleasure. Now to business. <laughs> Regarding your discussion on non sorry non-English language in movies, my best slash weirdest one is from Minority Report. I'm Swedish, so when that movie reached the scene where Cruz's character is going through eye surgery in a shabby apartment, it gets weird fast. Our own Swedish Peter Stormar suddenly switches to Swedish, yelling for his assistant to wipe her ass and come out in Swedish. Not only that, but she then starts to sing a Swedish children's song as she enters the room. Roughly translated... It's small frogs, small frogs are funny to look at. I can tell you what those words are. They are... <laughs> this is not in his email. I just know this. I've heard you do this so yeah, many times mad. in the last week. And we kind of worked it out. You know it's small frog. And then yeah. I went, well, lustig is funny in German. So it's yeah. something about a funny small frog. Yeah. We worked it out and now we know for sure. Google. Sounds like another role for Danny DeVito. We'll get on to that. Needless to say, this whole scene is so weird and in Swedish, so it makes most Swedes laugh uncomfortably. To give you my favourite Easter egg, when I've hopefully, while I st- hopefully still have your attention, it's a tie between the awesome cow level in Diablo and Dead Space spelling out Nicole is dead with its chapter names. Ooh. But this is a mad coincidence, isn't it? It is, because... I, not only on another podcast, but just in social life. We did this in the pub the other night. We did this yeah. in the pub the other night. I've been singing Schmorgrudener a lot recently. Uh, I went to, on a Swedish exchange trip to Umia in the frozen north. And uh, it was a song and dance trip. I did both. <laughs> and uh, I sang Schmorgrudener as a sort of... It was like our big uh, finisher. I described mm. it described so, it the other night as our know. it was our the, big, the encore. It, it was our oh. creep. It was the one they never <laughs> yeah. never never expected but always wanted. <laughs> Did you be like Dave Gilmore? You had a big inflatable frog behind you. And let me tell you, Swedish families went mental for it. They loved it. Seeing little English kids singing Schmorgruner, unbelievable. Yeah. And probably I've probably said all the words in it wrong that I've yeah. misremembered. But um, Christian, oh, you yeah. have created a very strange coincidence, and I love it. I always love hearing you say that. It's very pleasant to the year. And and just to complete the anecdote, because I tell it everywhere, uh, the word for ribbit in Swedish is kuakakak. That is brilliant. Simon's about to go home and put basic Swedish on his resume. Final email this week is from Michael Weber. Good day, team. Good day. I am currently listening to the most recent IGN UK podcast, absolutely bladdered because and this, is, and, and this, this is all caps. England cannot win a goddamn game of goddamn rugby against goddamn France. Yeah, and I Share want the to, sentiment, and I want to respond to the question about games you destroy at. So last week, when me, Gavin, were on the podcast, we were talking about. Is there a game that you think Roy thinks he's so good at Smash it won't be fun for anyone to play with him? 
And we talk about whether there's a game that you feel particularly good at. He says, I am alarmingly good at Mario Kart. I'm pretty sure at most games, but give me Mario Kart and I I promise you I'll rinse most people. In fact, (laughs) it's drunk, man. In fact, on Mario Kart Wii, I had a time trial in the top 20 and sat in the top 50 in the world, mate, for about two days. Two days in the Kuzab, but still, it was there. He was there, Michael. Um, And he says, yeah, kindest regards. What game? Yeah, I still be thinking. I had to think about this. I'm shy to all games. No, you're not. I'm, I'm like, I'm just not. I'm not like pro level at anything. I don't no, need to. But be. I don't think any of us are pros. No, but I'm assuming you feel like against other people, like in the. I'm office, not. I'm not brilliant, like, but I you reckon will not enjoy I'll this. hold. I will not enjoy this. You will not win. When I get I my hands win. on Diva from Overwatch, I will take on anyone. I used to be. Against everyone but the very small group of people I played it with, I was annoyingly good at Towerfall to the point where yeah. I couldn't introduce it to people because. So what I'd do yeah. is just watch people play. We should play that against. We should. It's fantastic. Uh, Buzz the quiz game on PlayStation. Oh. Don't even try. I'll have you. Don't even try. You are I, do, a I know every trivia single. beast. <laughs> uh, I know. Uh, and I've got the reactions to match. Um, <laughs> Bloody hell! What else am I good at? He's got, I don't know. Did you hear that? Manager. He's got the reactions of a beast and the trivia knowledge. I'll, I'll take anyone on a, a one-season run of Football Manager. <laughs> I don't know what that involves. I'm not doing it, so no one ask. Um, <laughs> Excellent. Got, uh, I hope that. What about you? Um, um, top jumps, monster trucks. Fair play. Um, no, it's good that. No, again, so, I'm not. There's nothing. I, I don't feel care that much about you. I, I wouldn't want in. other people not to have a good time. Oh, very I'd, nice. I'd, 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 I'd throw a match to bring a smile to. I, look, a, I can't a do that. <laughs> along a, along a similar theme, um, but not about me, but about Smash. And one of the most satisfying things I've ever seen was when uh, I was on a work trip in Japan with um, Casey from our American office, who is very good at Smash, like alarmingly good at Smash. Uh, we went into this video game bar and there were these uh, young English gentlemen playing and they were like, hey, do you want a game? And we were like, uh, and I went, oh, I'm just going to have a drink. I'm not really bothered. And Casey was like, yeah, yeah, I'll have a game. And one of them did the classic dickhead thing of going, oh, oh girl playing, this will be easy. And she fucking rinsed them what? for two hours. <laughs> it was amazing. And he like totally... Uh, by the end of the night was like I'm really sorry like I shouldn't have said that yeah. <laughs> it was nice right. about it probably not but it was amazing well she done, just Casey. sat down and destroyed them Pikachu all over it was incredible I was crying <laughs> yeah um, that's a really good story it was brilliant um, right I think that's it for this week um, we'll leave you to your weekend I hope you enjoy it um, yeah Sam's going to enjoy his weekend but big birthday weekend big birthday bash blowout we're going bowling we're going bowling we're going bowling and is it a Turkish? It's going to be fantastic. Oh, hello, late And 20s. it is the first part. It's just us three. We've accidentally ended up with the birthday boys. Yeah, well, everyone decided they didn't want to spend that much time with me. So, Well, don't bring it down. I was being happy about it. I was yeah. like, this I'm is the really crew. I'm looking forward to it. I'm still looking forward to, to it. Do you know what? I'd love it if you guys come. Well, good. <laughs> we are. Good. Right, see you tomorrow, Simon. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, love you. Bye.